Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Hey, it's Mark Kidman here. And I'm Alan Light. And on this episode of Sound Up, legendary Heartbreakers guitarist Mike Campbell joins us to discuss Vagabonds, Virgins, and Misfits, the upcoming new album from his band, Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs. Also joining us is Eels frontman Mark Oliver Everett. We'll be talking about their new album, Eels Time. Plus, we've got our new music picks of the week. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is CarPro USA with Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro. Jerry started out washing cars, and that led to 35 years in the auto industry and two terms as chairman of the Ford National Dealer Council. His trusty sidekick is Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, who started out washing microphones, then tried speaking into them. That's a whole nother story. Now, with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive, here they are on CarPro USA. And thank you for joining us here at CarPro USA. I will give you straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. If you're thinking about making a move, you need some car advice, I've got it for you. It won't cost you a penny, and you get to use my 35 years of experience as a car dealer, as a dealership owner. I started out on the wash rack, as Mr. Announcer said, and uh, ended up with a chain of car dealerships. Sold them all in 2006, and here we are now we started uh we actually started this radio show in 2001 so we're 18 and a half years into it and i have helped thousands and thousands of people and i will be happy to do that for you we don't take mechanical questions but if you're trying to decide what to buy or how to buy it should you be leasing instead of buying should you be buying instead of leasing should you be buying new or used or certified What's the best thing for you? The phone number here. If you want to pick my brain and the early bird does get to worm, it's 800-926-7777. 800-926-7777. And I do have a trusty sidekick, as Mr. Announcer also said. His name is Kevin McCarthy. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Buddy? Well, I enjoyed our brief snow. We had some really bad weather move through North Texas uh, last night, uh, as I understand. Not it. really Houston. bad. It was just raining. Well, Houston really. Tell the got guy it. that was driving the eighteen wheeler on LBJ that got blown over. Oh no, kidding! Yeah. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> Glad I did. LBJ is one of our biggest freeways, and eighteen wheeler just. I mean, it, the wind got up so high last night, it just blew him over. And I mean, on his side, it was, and I understand, uh, Houston, you are getting some uh, bad weather this morning. So be be careful out there. Be Last safe. night was one of those nights when people who have favorite TV shows on Friday nights yes. throw things at the weather guys on TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've, I've, I know that. You told us that five minutes ago. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, and I feel sorry for them. It sometimes, I mean, what we had in Dallas-Fort Worth last night 
they they pretty much did overblow. But then on the other hand, if they don't, they and get something they, happens. Yes, bad. they yeah. get they get crap for that too. So it's kind of a no win situation. I don't mind putting up with them getting all excited. Speaking of win situations, um, you had so many numbers, and you know I love numbers. This in this week's newsletter, you had the whole recap of 2019, the winners and losers by brand, the uh, average price of new vehicles by segment, which, which I thought was really interesting. And I did too. It would be something that, you know, if I was shopping for a new vehicle in a particular segment, especially if it was one that I wasn't that familiar with, yes, knowing the average price in that segment would, you know, That's be why I did very that. helpful to me. That's why I did it. Uh, the 25 best-selling models for the year 2019 – uh, as you've been predicting for the last six months, Ram pickups did beat Chevy Silverado yep. for the first time ever. Yep, they sure did. And uh, Toyota Camry was the number one selling car again. That's either 14 or 15 straight years. RAV4 was the number one selling SUV. And it was by by a huge margin, oh, RAV4. Yeah. RAV4 swept it. So we had all the 2019 numbers for you. And I'll have more for you this week. There's there's still some segments that I haven't broken down yet, and I'll get to those. I gave you the most important ones, which was which automakers were up and down versus 2018, uh, top-selling uh, SUVs, and then the overall top models for 2019. No huge surprises there at all. So I'll give you some more numbers this coming week. So, and the industry did hit the magic 17 million mark for the Fifth year in a row? That's correct, for the fifth year in a row, which, you know, 10 years ago, we were selling 10 million cars a year, and now we've done 17 million for five straight years. And that 17 million a year for five years, 85 million cars or so, yet the average age of the car on the road is still over 11 years old. That's just amazing. It is. We've we've got more drivers today, I suppose, and uh, you know, leasing has an effect on that too. When yeah. people are trading quicker, it'll pad that number to seventeen million. Uh, fleet fleet uh, vehicles count in that, and when the economy's good and companies are growing and they're buying company cars and they're buying company trucks and and that sort of thing, that that makes a difference often. But when you're talking about cars overall. You know, I'm trying to visualize the map of the U.S. from the East Coast to the West Coast and think that if you take all the cars out there, the average age is only 11, is over 11 years old. Yeah. You know, and then we're selling all these new cars and, and you know, living in a, a prosperous city like Dallas. We see a lot of new cars. We don't see a lot of 20-year-old bangers out there. No, not a lot. But it, it's still just amazing. So, Mike. I guess there's I guess there's room for them to keep selling cars. Well, let's hope it's good for the economy. Mike from California, welcome. How can I help you, buddy? I'm calling about a question on the cancellation of a contract. Okay. They want the car back, and they're going to get it back. But I am not driving it. I took it off the insurance. I also put brand new tires, a little bigger, on this vehicle. So. I took my tires off because they're $859 worth of my property. The tires that I sold to America's Tire were not available when I called them. 
within you know a month or so. They had sold the Continentals that came with the new car. Yeah. So they're getting the car back with scrap tires. What is going to happen to me when they get that car back like that? What kind of car was this? It's a brand new CHR from Toyota of Lancaster. Beautiful little car. Bought it for my wife, but I'm on disability, and it seems they are unable to get financing. But they sent me off with the car. I have a contract. I got a thank you letter from the president of Toyota of Lancaster. And now all of a sudden they want the car back, and they're going to get it back, but without their tires because I sold them for thirty-five bucks a piece. Well, I mean, if they want to take the time and trouble to take you to small claims court and that sort of thing, they can do that. I doubt that they will. And I can I can take them too because I have a counter, you know, a counter uh, pot of evidence saying it cost me a lot of money and time to to fail. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and I think. Mike, I think you need to bear in mind that they do they don't want the car back. They would have rather gotten it financed for you, trust me. But, you know, for different things happen for certain reasons. They must have thought they could have or they wouldn't have given you the car in the first place. But these things are conditional. I guarantee you there's paperwork that says if we can't obtain financing, you've got to bring the car back. I wish you'd have waited before you'd, you'd spend any money on it. But what's done is done. I'd be surprised if they come after you in any way. I'd just chalk this up to a bad experience. The best advice you could ever get on your next car is just a phone call away. Call CarPro USA right now. 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA. Kevin McCarthy riding along with you and the CarPro, Jerry Reynolds. And giving a special shout-out to everyone who read the article in the newsletter about understanding HD radio, because it makes me feel a lot better about the fact that even though the Car Pro has written that article before, I've had read it in the newsletter before, I, I'm going to have to be monkey see, monkey do. You're going to have to get in my car and show me how to tune it so I can get from a regular FM to an HD FM. It's so simple. I mean, it's just so simple. Not for me. If you've got the HD radio button on, and a lot of times it's in the settings. Some cars that I review, it's on all the time. HD's on all the time. But if you see HD, the the emblem HD, and then a one or a two, Mm -hmm. you're going to start on one. The next station up is two. Mm -hmm. And all you got to do is either hit your, if you've got a manual tune round button that you can turn it just one click to the to the right will put you on hd2 if you've got a button that seeks the next station up it'll be the hd2 station i mean really this is simple <laughs> i mean really simple <laughs> i'll try again today the, the big thing is to find out if you have to enable hd radio through the settings oh. and and i think mine's always there but i i I've got a couple of HD settings on on two of my favorite FM station or AM stations in Dallas, the FM version. Yes. Um, set, but I don't know how I did it. Well, you said if you're on H, if you're on an HD two station, and you want to hit a preset, it'll stay on that HD two station. So if you're number one preset, like in my car, I listen to our Dallas station WBAP uh, on HD two constantly. So it's on your that's my preset. number one preset. Okay, is 
is is in that case ninety nine point five FM HD two. That's my number one preset. Cool. You're really making this harder than it is. <laughs> Let's talk to Jason in Angleton. Jason, how can I help you, sir? Hi, Jerry. How you doing? I'm good, buddy. What what's on your mind? Uh, well, I was looking to see if you might be able to kind of point me in a direction. I have a 1966 Lincoln Continental, and I'm looking to sell it for uh, for our nonprofit organization that we have to put a little money back into it. Yeah. And I'm not exactly sure. I've, I've had people, when I first got the car, I had people wanting to buy it for $15,000, and I just I couldn't sell the car. Um, I just didn't want to. I've always wanted one. And, um, you know, now I've, you know, I've had it for a while. I just don't have time for the car anymore. And it came out of California. Yeah. And I get get here to Texas, and, and I just... I need to sell it before it starts to rust. Is that a suicide door car? Yes, sir. I thought it was. Couldn't remember exactly what years. So what kind of condition is it in currently? The car's in really good shape. It's uh, it's all original. Um, the interior is immaculate. And the exterior, you know, it's got a little bit of, of uh, rust where it had the um, vinyl top on it. So you can see kind of where the vinyl top sat around the windows and the the, the windshield and the back window, and it, it's been treated already, but it it just it's really not in that bad shape. And it's got one little rust spot on the left rear quarter panel, about the size of maybe a nickel. Yeah. And it's got surface rust on top where the because the paint's original too. So okay. Except for on the hood. All right, here's but, here's what yeah. I would do with it. Um, I'm I've gotten to know some some really nice folks that have helped a ton of our listeners, especially when they have unusual cars. And what they do is they take it on consignment, and they will sell it and then take a little cut off the top and give you the proceeds. Uh, what they're good at is marketing the car and knowing where to market the car what website right. should they put it on uh those are things that i'll be honest with you i don't even know after all my years in the business i i can't tell you today where that 66 continental is most likely to sell first and where to put it online but they can they can also help you with the reconditioning side of it and help you make a decision on should we sell it as is or should we put some money into it and get it tip top and can can we realize more net money that way? They're really good at helping you decide that. And so, Jason, if I were you, I'd get get online. Retailmyride.com is their website. Retailmyride.com. And what I like about them, and this makes such good sense for somebody like you, y'all are on the same team. They want to maximize your dollars because that also maximizes their dollars so they got a vested interest give them a try they're good folks you can go online read rave reviews and still end up with a big slow lemon or you can get the truth from car pro usa now at 1-800-926-7777 i'm probably going to butcher this name and i apologize in advance Leyland. Is that correct? Yes. 
Well, yes, what a pretty, what a pretty name. Good for you, Jerry. Thank you. Oh, what can I do for you, kiddo? <laughs> um, I'm hoping you can help me. I'm a little, um, yeah, unknowledgeable on this. So I'm thinking about um, getting a small truck, and I really seem to like, and I've seen around the Ford Sports Track. Now I know they're older. Yeah. Um, but I don't need much of a bed. I mainly just garden, and I don't need anything too heavy. And I want something that I'd be able to be able to fix as far as the expense goes. But um, I'm a little worried on any of the flaws. I've heard that it does have some problems. Um, it has leaks that um, they've found, I guess, just through time. And I, what what are your thoughts on that? Because I would like a small truck. I don't want anything too large. Now, when you say you heard that there were some problems, I, does that mean you read that online? I did um, some, a little bit of research online, and then I actually <laughs> have seen, you know, when you when you start to like a car, you start to see it everywhere. Oh, yeah. So um, if I had a chance in a parking lot or someone to talk to someone, of course, they say they love it, but, yeah, it does have some leaks um that happen, and of course, I don't know what those are. But I was just like, "Oh, okay, well, thank yeah, you." And, and Leila, um, you can you can go online and find something bad about every car ever built, especially one like the Explorer Sport Track, where there were okay. millions of them sold. I mean, you just there's no way to avoid it. My experience with them, <clears throat> and I was in the Ford business at the time. My experience with them was very good. Ford Explorer was a oh. was a great vehicle this is a ford explorer with a bed on the back instead of an suv body yeah. uh, most of them are going to yeah. be a four liter v6 engine which truly is one of the best engines ford ever made um and they and they, they made millions of those too so if you find the right one if it's got a good clean history report and i use auto check instead of carfax personally but if it's got a good auto check it runs and drives good. Even if it's got 100,000 miles and it's been maintained, it'll have a lot of life left in it. So for that reason, if you can find one from a private seller where you can ask about maintenance, that's probably a good thing to do. Honda Ridgeline might be another one to consider, too. If you're looking for new wheels, you can't go wrong if you call CarPro USA for advice. 1-800-926-7777. This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. Check out their website. It really is terrific. And they got some great specials at O'ReillyAuto.com. You really got me in the newsletter this week with one of your headlines. Oh? Puffing your vehicle <laughs> could cost you. And I'm sitting there going, I, I, knew that um, would get you. I have no idea what puffing is. Let I, me read this either. quickly and find out if I'm puffing my vehicle and what it could do to me if I am. I puffed mine today. It was cold outside. Well, so you don't take your own advice? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, the difference was the Hyundai Palisade that I'm driving and not wanting to give back on Monday, uh, it's got remote start. So it uh, it's easy to, to do it. But puffing, if, if you're not a newsletter subscriber... You can subscribe today, and we'll get it to you today, but it's the habit of letting your car run with the keys in it. That's not good. 
Oh, with keys in it? Yeah, where, where it's accessible to be stolen. Oh. And that happens it's a lot. It's not just starting it no, to it, let it warm uh, up while, if you're in cold weather, while you're inside the house. Not necessarily. It's, you know, and we had a story, I don't know, a couple of months ago about the number of people who, because they've got keyless start, they they're used to putting their keys in the in the console, right? Or laying them somewhere inside the car, and then they get gas, and then they decide they're going to run into the Seven Eleven, and, and the, even though the car's not running, uh oh, it will start, and yeah. that is a major major issue. So keep an eye on that. Uh, I have been driving the the Hyundai Palisade this week, and I'll have that review, and I shot a long video with this. There's so much to show you. On this vehicle, it has got so many different things that are unusual. Um, and, and I said at the end of the review, Hyundai thought of everything, and they did. Um, I've never seen a more user-friendly SUV in my life. And this one has zero options. Everything that I show you in this video comes standard on the limited model. And dual moonroofs, all-wheel drive, Four captain's chairs, a power third row seat, which, by the way, you cannot get in the Telluride. I did not realize that when I reviewed the Telluride six months ago. But I remember in my review, I said, oh, if this thing only had a power third row seat. Well, the Palisade does. The Telluride does not. You've been gushing about this this, uh, Palisade so much. I mean, here I am. A guy that normally drives two seaters. Right. My current car is a Jaguar F Type. My mm-hmm. last car was the same. Yes. And you're making you're making me hot to trot for for an SUV. Three <laughs> what's three rows? You can't believe how nice this thing is. You just can't believe. And of course, it's a Hyundai, so it gets the ten year, hundred thousand mile warranty. But the best part's the price. It's forty seven grand on the window sticker with two moon roofs. And everything in the world that you can think of, heated and cooled seats, the dashboard is simply amazing. Uh, it's Hyundai claims, and I believe it, it's got the fastest up and down tailgate in the industry. Five seconds up, five seconds down. The way it rides, the way it drives. Um, I just, I, 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 when I think of 47000 at today's SUV prices, that's a lot of money. But I've driven... $60,000 SUVs that weren't as nice. Mm-hmm. So bear that in mind. Let's talk to Joseph in Houston. Joseph, what could I do for you? Hey, uh, Kevin, Jerry. Hey, um, got a question. Um, I, my, my Honda 2004 Civic is, uh, is dying. So <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> Even a Honda uh, will do that. I kept it running uh, for a long time. Uh, actually spent more money on it than it's worth, uh, but that's how it goes. So, but I've saved a lot of money so far, and um, I'm looking to get a um, certified pre-owned. I'd like something uh, that I can shift, like a manual, um, over 250 horsepower, but it's reliable, economical, and um, uh, maybe a hatchback kind of cool or something like that. Yep. Um, and I. Yeah, what, what do you something I can get pre-owned? What what could I get for under twenty thousand? Oh, the 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 money doesn't concern me. It's the, the manual transmission that does, because 
as every year that passes, there are fewer of them out there. Uh, it's, you know, America's just gotten lazy. They don't like shifting gears anymore. And the real gearheads like me, that's real into performance. Um, truth is I can't shift a manual as well as these eight, nine speed transmissions shift themselves today. Now I would tell you the Honda Civic SI is a good choice. Um, it's a little shorter than the 250 horsepower, but it feels like it's got 250 horsepower. And most of those are manuals. In fact, we reviewed the 2020 this week. Uh, it's it's on our website and in this week's newsletter. Then you can you can read about it. Uh, but a used the good news is a used manual transmission. The depreciation is so much greater than an automatic. You can you can you can catch a bargain. Mazda uh, Mazda Six comes in a manual. I don't know how many of them there are out there, but if you can find one of those, that's a great car. It's a performer as well. Uh, Mazda Mazda puts a lot of fun into the way their cars drive. So I think between those two, you'll find some. You'll find a, a Nissan Sentra R that that would would fit into that category again a little short on horsepower if you want to if you if you're really dead set on 250 horse and a manual transmission exactly. uh, you're going to have to go to a Mustang or a Camaro and then you're going to lose you're going to lose your fuel economy so mm-hmm. i think i think the Honda Civic would be my first choice with the uh, Mazda 6 as the second choice Mazda 3 is a great car too if you find one with a manual and it's big enough and it, it does come in a hatchback, so give that some thought, too. There's good choices there. Do a search from the front page of carprousa.com. Just scroll down a little bit. Every car there, and there's over 30,000 of them, every car there um, has is at one of our dealers. And it'll, when you find the car, it'll also give you the contact information for who to talk to at that particular dealership. So use that. I think that'll be a big help to you. And I do appreciate you calling us here on the car pro show uh J- joseph carprousa.com that's the website i if you listened last week at the beginning of hour two i kind of got on a rant about the fact that ford hadn't reported their sales the day before kinda yeah kinda and that i mean it really angered me that every other automaker in america could get their sales out on friday uh, a week ago, and Ford couldn't do it till Monday, and they've had three months to prepare for it. So that led me into a rant, and then this week in our free weekly newsletter, I gave you the audio of the rant. That's one thing, but secondly, I added to it this time in writing, and I got on the decision from the Ford CEO to abandon the car market. They're, 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 they're killing all the cars or have killed all the cars except the Mustang. So if that interests you and you agree or disagree with me, you can subscribe today at the bottom of the page at carprousa.com. We'll get you a copy today, and then we'll discuss. There's a limit to how much you can learn about a car online. Call CarPro USA to learn more. 1-800-926-7777.
CarPro USA, your source for straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive and a milestone on the show here this early in the year. You want to tell everyone, Jerry, or should I? Nope. I don't want to tell anybody. I creamed Jerry with my Okay, video. now easy with the creamed. I handily you creamed beat your coffee. You. <laughs> I handily beat you with my video this week. Well, I guess 1% is handily to you. But wow. <laughs> congratulations. It's your semi-annual win. Um got it out of the way early this year. Yes. And what's I want you to know that you've inspired me now. So get ready. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk to Roger in Ventura, California. R- Roger, welcome. How can I help you, sir? Well, Jerry, I am. I, I, I rent. I rented at least. I rented at least uh, a Fiat Abarth 500 a few years ago. Fell in love with it. Well, I didn't rent anyway. Yeah. I bought one after doing just the basic Fiat. Anyway. Oh, my God, the most amazing car in the world. Boys' toys should make noise and be fast. Well, this was. It's little. It's as big as a postage stamp. It holds lots of stuff. I'm going to do a video on this, I swear. Bottom line is there's a lot more to this than that. It's this. Fiat Abarth. They're no longer available in the United States. Has Fiat lost their mind? Okay, I understand it's all about sales. I get that. It is. But we're not buying them. And the Italians, it's a religion. They have seven different models over there. I know you have an opinion. You you don't. I know Chrysler, Fiat. You know, weird marriage. Bottom line is, is there is it going to come back? I mean, we don't get it in the United States, but the Italians do. What do you see in your little crystal ball? You know, the bigger issue and the bigger question, Roger, is will they continue to sell cars here at all, or will they go That's the way? What I mean. It's discontinued. Will they go the way of smart? Um, you know how many Fiats were sold in the U.S. in 2019? 14. 9,204. No. That was the least. And I bought the last um, one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be a collector's item someday. I mean, it was the oh, absolute wow. least, and it wasn't even a contest. I mean, Jaguar was the next least best-selling, and they did 31,000. Uh, Alfa God, Romeo. Alpha did 18,000. Wow. I mean, they're just, that's a card that America never accepted. And I, I don't no, know. I, I, I love your enthusiasm for the car. I love the fact, I, anytime I talk to somebody that's that excited <laughs> about a car, it makes me yeah. smile. It just makes me smile. But you know what? Yay. Dude, I I think they're, I think they fought a poor quality reputation, which was not deserved. Now, yeah. it was back then when we had Fiat's before. Right. But, right. you know, the dealers couldn't afford to to stock them. They're just it, it was an it was an unworkable uh it was a, it. just an unworkable franchise. Nobody wanted to sell them and you couldn't yeah. I knew a few dealers that were standalone Fiat dealers. They had no right. chance of making it. They had no chance of making right. it. Horrible. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I feel for well, you. I you do. You know what? I, I'm going to take the bull by the horns. I'm going to start doing videos. I mean, what's going to happen? Either nothing or something. It can't hurt. I mean, because it's, you know, we love SUVs in the United States. We love Fords, of course. We love lots of things and little tiny things that drive around and go beep, 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 and you can park anywhere. Just they're not popular. No, they don't. 
like me. Smart huh? failed. Smart cars failed, and they pulled. Uh, and they were owned by Mercedes, so it certainly wasn't a question of, you know, money and, or could they continue to operate? Of course they could. But at some point, you look at sales versus, you know, profit. And that was one of the things somebody said to me about Ford when I was ranting on Ford last week about getting rid of all their cars. They said, well, their cars weren't profitable. Okay, I understand that. Make them profitable. All you got to do is build cars that people want to buy, and you'll be profitable with it. I promise you. Roger, good luck to you, my friend. Thanks for calling. That was a fun call. There's guessing. There's kind of knowing. Then there's calling CarPro USA. To be sure. 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, and Jerry, I think that uh, this is a busy time of the year, not just for you and me and our car dealers, but from our listeners that bought cars from our certified dealers. They've been busy over the holidays, too, because almost all the five-star ratings that came in this week on the website um, just had a sentence or two. Yeah. I know. I could learn something from, from <laughs> our listeners. In San Antonio, Daryl Dixon and, and Cyril Winton Chevy got a five-star rating from a gentleman named Modesto because, in his words, Daryl made his purchase an enjoyable one. Daryl's awesome. In Houston, for Mike Pierce and Ron Carter, uh, from Mike, for Mike Pierce and Ron Carter Cadillac, Gloria handed out five stars because she said they were very friendly, informative, and made her feel very comfortable. There you go. In Kent, Ohio, Daniel said that Jess Joseph um, made him feel comfortable and like she had his best interest at heart. Five stars for yeah, Don Jessica's a doll. Swinging back to the other side of the country, um, in Southern California, Ellen Luing and Sierra Subaru of Monrovia racked up another five-star rating Yay. because Ellen provided um, a listener named Ed a great experience. She was direct to the point, and it was a totally no-hassle experience. And, you know, that's they just keep on coming in. And they do, and if you want to participate, just understand that we have a process, and and it needs to be followed if you want to really get the benefits of going through our website, getting that VIP certificate. We've only got one person in each dealership, and that's so I can hold them accountable. So bear that in mind. Make sure it's my person at the dealership. They're all at carprousa.com under Certified Dealers. You can do all the research and still end up with a limit. But you don't have to. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. 
Hey, it's Mark Goodman here. And I'm Alan Light, and on this episode of Sound Up, legendary Heartbreakers guitarist Mike Campbell joins us to discuss Vagabonds, Virgins, and Misfits, the upcoming new album from his band, Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs. Also joining us is Eels frontman Mark Oliver Everett. We'll be talking about their new album, Eels Time. Plus, we've got our new music picks of the week. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.